Hey y'all, the Fallen Podcast is an Augusta University and Georgia Cyber Center production. Thanks for tuning in. Things are about to get wild. Welcome to In the Wild. Each week, we're catching you up with all things Augusta University with our most trusted and wildest voices on campus. Here's your host, Rayshawn Ricks. What's up, y'all? I'm Rayshawn, and welcome back to In the Wild. I'm actually doing pretty sad today because it is Ania's last time as our co-host. I'm sad. I know. Like, when you press the record button right then, I almost kind of teared up. It was a little emotional for me. Like, this semester has flown by so fast. Like, I think you said we did, like, 16 episodes. Yeah, like 15, 16 episodes. And it doesn't feel it like that. It does not feel like that at all. If like I'm tired, so it does kind of feel like it. But just <laughs> no, as fast as we have, as fast as we have moved, it doesn't feel like I've, I've caught up. Yeah, it definitely doesn't. But like, ugh, I cannot complain. This has been, it's been busy, fast, but yet fulfilling. If that's, I could summarize it, that's good. I remember last time saying like how happy I was because I've been so busy, uh, and have been able to give. Uh, as much attention outside of the, the studio. Oh, I can't speak because I'm emotional. Outside <laughs> of the studio. Um, but yeah, I'm really glad that you've had a positive experience and that you've learned what you needed to learn and did what you needed to, to do. You've been successful in my book. But just to kind of go into it a little bit more, like what did you think of your time here on the podcast? Like <laughs> from how you started from to now, like how did you... How did you feel going in and how do you feel now? I was so nervous because I felt very like I wanted to be the best, but I also felt underprepared and not ready. Like anytime I start something new, I always have this mindset like I should know how to do this. I should know how to do it all. But like I got I guess I forgot like an internship. Yes, it is to show what you know, but it's also a time for you to learn. And so I think in the beginning, I kind of like was so hard on myself and not allowing myself to learn because like I was telling myself I should know like remember one of the first episodes we did I actually can we stop the recording because yeah. I messed up yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like no we just got to keep going because we're going to edit it out because it's easier to edit out you know edit one episode than like five different parts so I had to kind of like tell myself and also I just got more comfortable with the mic you know just being myself more um, I beca- became a better writer. I remember I would ask you for your feedback on the um, preview articles for the podcast. <laughs> like, hey, Rayshawn, how does this sound? Yeah, it sounds good. But you need to work on your AP style. And I feel like I've kind of gotten better. I mean, most people say like the AP style book is like a Bible and you will never like learn it all. So but I feel like I've, I've gotten better with learning it. Let's see what else. Oh, I've learned like wording with captions on instagram you feel <laughs> me with that like how to reach more people um being more creative with content this was the first time i've ever gone live on instagram ever because you know we we did monthly instagram lives so this um internship was a lot of first for me a great learning experience like i think i got a good experience with Uh, everything you can well not everything but a lot that you can do in the communication field and you are really good i i will call you my mentor oh because like you've really just held my hand even though we you know you've been busy you really 
have given me a lot of good advice. And I know I can take that advice with me, you know, going forward. And that's definitely going to help me with, um, you know, the next phase as far as like my career and everything. And I really appreciate it so much. I'm not going to cry. I'm not going to cry. Somebody's cutting the onions. Someone's <laughs> so. chopping onions right next door. Yes. But this has been an awesome semester for me. Like, I really feel like I have a better idea, a clearer idea of what I want to go into after graduation. And you'll be graduating in the fall. So how do you plan to spend your last semester at AU? So um, I recently got offered a position for a summer internship. Congratulations. Thank you so much. So hopefully that internship will turn into a full-time job for me. But if not, I do have another internship lined up. So I'm hoping... Oh, booked and busy. Yes, booked and busy. So I plan on just interning more this upcoming semester um, and finishing up my last classes towards my degree and, like, just preparing myself for adulthood um, more. Like, maybe even looking to buying a house soon. Who knows? Or investing big money yes because i really want to start on these things early because i always tell myself work hard now so you can play hard later Mm. so i'm i'm willing to sacrifice and put in the time now rather than later that makes sense like i didn't have the first internship uh when i was getting ready to graduate i had a lot of student leader student leadership experience which i think kind of balanced it out for me because when I graduated, my resume was full. It just wasn't full of communication experience. <laughs> uh, all I knew was AP style, and that was all well, in design. Like I knew I could I could come up with a little little graphic, uh, <laughs> but that was about it. That was about it for me uh, when I graduated. Yeah. But seeing the, like how you are applying to all these internships, you secured not this one but another one, and then I guess now a third one like. Oh, wow. I didn't even, you know what? Now that you said that, I'm like, I'm thinking like, whoa, that is three internships. That's a lot. That's that's a lot. And you're part of like the Communications Honor Society, right? Yes. um, Lambda Pi Eta, Vice President of Tossin. Let me not toot my horn, but (laughs) I am a part of a lot on campus, but it's been helpful to me because I've been able to meet and network with a lot of people. Um, And this was also the semester where I just became more involved. Like, you know, as you guys all know, I'm a transfer student. And like when I first got here, I would stay in my apartment a lot. I wouldn't really go out. Um, But this semester, I was like, this is my senior semester. I need to get out. I need to meet new people. I need to talk to people because I don't want to leave Augusta University and regret regret not meeting great people and you know not really making it a meaningful experience because my parents tell me like yeah you you need to because when you get older you're gonna be telling your kids like yeah when I was in college I did this <laughs> and da 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 because da, they be telling me the same thing so like I want to have that experience too one day when I start a family so yeah one thing that um always kind of like irritated me was hearing or seeing people just like go to class and go home mm-hmm. and then you talk to them like hey why don't you you know go to events why don't you get involved like I see you every now and then or I don't see you. like you really just I only see you in class and they're like you know oh because uh the university is lame <laughs> uh 
there's nothing to do here. Da, 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 da. And it's like, okay, well, what do you like to do? Like, like, you know, and then they say the same basic stuff that, you know, anybody could do anywhere. And it's like, mm-hmm. you could do that here. You just don't come when the events are being held. Or you ask them like, okay, if you could plan an event for the school, what would you do? Or if you could get like, what would it take to get you involved? And then you, yeah. you know, listen to them and hear what they say. This stuff that we're literally already doing. They mm. just are. Don't know. They just don't know because they are so convinced that this school is only here for academics. Mm-hmm. But there's so much more you can, you can do. And from our different experiences, like you are very involved in the communication department. You're very mm-hmm. career oriented and you've done so many things to really like, have a strong launch pad when you do walk across that stage in December of 2022. Just gonna hey. manifest how <laughs> amazing manifest that, how amazing that moment is gonna be for you. Um, but then on the other hand, for me, I was not in the comm department at all. Like I probably walked in that office a few times. I could probably count on one hand. Uh, but I lived in a JSAC. Lived in a JSAC. Worked in a JSAC and did so many things in that building. And for campus, that it was easy for me to get eight. Well, it wasn't easy because uh, I was trying to get in the field, but it just didn't work out <laughs> my first try. But uh, I remember when I got my first job, the first thing that my supervisor said when I saw that you were an orientation leader and you were a student body president, she's like, I knew we had to have you here. Oh, wow. And, she, and she's like, I knew you had the personality. I knew you had the the skill set and didn't have to read anything else mm-hmm. on your resume because I knew that those are two things that uh that meant something. And so I was like, wow, like, dang, that, that makes me feel good to hear that uh someone else like outside of campus, someone, you know, holds that uh special to them. And so for those listening, regardless of what you do on campus, really just getting involved in anything. Mm-hmm can really kind of set you up for what's to come next. Yeah, see, it's not all about what you do in the classroom. A lot of it, too, is what you do outside the classroom. Because, like, and we kind of touched on that a little bit, or this on another episode, you know, a lot of people, I guess when you go into a platform job or even an internship, they expect you to make A's and B's in the classroom. They, they Your professors expect you to show up on time. The people who you're going to be asking to vouch for you, you know, they, they expect you to do well. Um, the, the people who are interviewing for the for your the job you're applying for, they want to see as well, what did you do outside the classroom? Like, yeah. how have you been impactful? Because you have, you're competing against other people who probably have a 4.0 GPA. But what separates you from that person is, you know, how does it, how, what, how does what you do um, distinguish you? You know, like, what were you involved in? How were you impactful? You know, what made you stand out? And I think this semester, I kind of, like, found... I kind of found my calling. I'm sorry, I can't talk. It's been a long day. (laughs) But I found my calling. I found my niche. I just kind of figured out what I liked. And I kind of stuck with that. And I just kind of, like, found my identity. And that's what I've learned, too. Don't be be like anybody else. Be yourself. You know, try new things and see what you like. 100%. And like I always tell uh, upperclassmen, like, yes, your grades are important, but if you're looking to get a job right after you graduate, people aren't looking, aren't checking for your GPA. Mm-hmm. Like, 
it's true. C's do get uh, degrees. degrees. And after you get that degree, people aren't checking of, okay, why in this class you only got a C? Or why in this class you... No. Right. People, because um, I've helped hire people, uh, and I guess technically I've, I have hired people with this internship, but I don't really, I don't really count that because it's not as uh, deep as some of the other search <laughs> committees that I've been a part of. But like the biggest things that we look for is, okay, does this person uh, match all the qualifications that we need for this job and would they fit on our team? Mm. Like, so personality and skill set are the two biggest things. Grades is not something that comes up in the conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you literally have the technical skills, uh, soft skills to do a job well, and if people like your personality well enough to just like feel like you're a good fit for the team or the team that they're trying to build, like you're always going to be a strong candidate for whatever job you apply to. Yeah, most definitely. And then also, like, having the willingness to learn. Oh, yeah. Because if you're not teachable, like, nobody's going to want to hire you. Because, like me, I don't know it all, but I have the attitude to learn and be humble enough to say, like, I don't know, but I would love to learn. That's one thing I have to remind myself and get comfortable with is, like, even though though you graduated, you're always (laughs) going to be a student. Like, and and I've always loved learning. Like, I'm I'm a big like fun fact person, just like outside of outside of work and stuff. But um, just when it comes to technical skills, there's always going to be something new for you to learn, uh, and that's why I decided to apply to go to graduate school to learn some more stuff and kind of just uh, continue just being a lifelong student. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, being here at the university because it's the perfect place. Being in higher ed, continuing education, mm-hmm. it works out. Yes, most definitely. But what's really exciting to help us kind of continue the feels that we're trying to get into is a very special person coming up next because this person you will be hearing at a very big event that's happening. And I want to say this speech is going to be epic. It's going to be lifelong. I'm just hyping it. I'm just hyping it up. We're, we're going we're gonna to see how it pans out, but I know it's going to be great. I know it's going to be great. So stay tuned to learn more, and we'll be right back. Congratulations, class of 2022. We can't wait to celebrate you at commencement this semester. The graduate hooding and commencement ceremony will be held at 6 p.m. Thursday, May 12th at the Bell Auditorium, located at 712 Telfair Street in downtown Augusta. Undergraduate commencement will be split into two ceremonies on Friday, May 13th at 10 a.m. and 2 p.m. We'll celebrate graduates from the College of Education, College of Science and Mathematics, Pamplin College of Arts, Humanities and Social Sciences, and the School of Computer and Cyber Sciences during the 10 a.m. ceremony. We'll celebrate graduates from the College of Allied Health Sciences, College of Nursing, and the whole College of Business during the 2 p.m. ceremony. Both undergraduate commencement ceremonies will be held at the Augusta Marriott at the Convention Center, located at 210th Street in downtown Augusta. If you have any questions about commencement, shoot an email to graduation at augusta.edu. This message was brought to you by the Office of the Registrar. What's up, y'all, and welcome back to In the Wild. I'm Rayshawn Ricks, and this is our first ever vlogcast. We're very excited to be filming on Somerville, so little bit of a shorter drive for us than going to the cyber center (laughs) but we are super excited to not only do this podcast but for our 
special guest for this episode is our university president, Dr. Brooks Keel. How's it going? Going great. Good morning. It's good to see y'all. I'm I'm honored to be the the uh, inaugural vlogcaster uh, <laughs> or, or whatever the right term is. Now I tell you, I'm impressed. This this is getting to be uh, it's going to be a big deal. Yes, we are growing for sure, and it's it's great to have you here as our our first guest. Uh, we had alumni weekend not too long ago. Um, what did you think about having more events in person this year? Because you oh, know, absolutely incredible. I mean, you could really you could feel it when you walked in the room. Everybody was. Everybody's always happy at Alumni Week. It's always a good time to bring folks back, and uh, for for our especially alums that are outside of the area, not had a chance to see the growth on campus, and always a fun, exciting to have them back. But for them to be able to be back on campus and be back together, uh, it was just absolutely amazing. I've you know, I've said um, many times in the last couple of weeks, it's there's nothing nothing social about being distanced. Uh, and so the opportunity to just to be with folks and uh, and actually see people and, you know, shake hands and that sort of thing, it was just fantastic. Yeah, it was definitely fun um, for me to be back because my favorite event has always been the President's Cookout, just to <laughs> be out around everyone again. And that was that was really fun to kind of feel uh, that normalcy that, that we've been kind of missing. We have definitely been missing that. And it's, it's something that, uh, you know, it's been, it's been two years. I mean, it's hard to believe, really, when you think about it. And, and you're still... In the news, uh, even now, you, you hear about there's a you know, kind of a flare-up here and a flare-up there. And COVID's going to be with us the rest of our lives. We know that. But I think uh, we've uh, uh, got to a point where we can live with it, just like we live with the flu. And hopefully have learned some lessons from from uh, washing our hands and doing simple <laughs> things like that. And I still carry a, you know some uh, a hand sanitizer with me on a regular basis. And, uh, those, those are not bad habits to have. And this is a very special time for our university because we're celebrating a new strategic plan. Uh, so getting us started with that, how do you think we did with our outgoing plan beyond boundaries? No, I think we did great. I think it, it really set us on, on, on a course, especially uh, at the time in which that, that plan was developed, which, as you know, was right on the heels of, of consolidation. And right at the time, we were changing our name uh, for the last time uh, <laughs> to Augusta University and also right on the time of, of rebranding the entire university. So, uh, you know, I, I think it served us very, very well. You know, strategic, if you, if you do any sort of strategic planning, much beyond five years, you're really sort of getting into uh, no man's land, really, in terms of really being able to predict what what do you need to do, what's, what the landscape going to be like, so... That was about a five-year plan. It's time for another one, and I'm really, really excited about this one. So, President Kill, um, what was the inspiration behind the Beyond Boundaries plan, or um, what was the story behind the name? You know, you don't have to ask my predecessor. <laughs> that was sort of, uh, it was sort of in place when I came here, uh, uh, and and we sort of and we built on that, mm -hmm. uh, which, which I also think was another great opportunity for us to to create this particular plan. Um, so I, you know, you know, and I've, I've said many times before as well, I, people kind of shocked by this, but I've never really been a huge uh, fan of strategic planning. And I'll tell you why in a minute, before everybody <laughs> hair catch on fire, freak out, you know, I, I've been a lot of institutions, um, have been, have been blessed to have been in a lot of institutions, great institutions, big institutions, small institutions. And I think just about every one of them while I was there went through a strategic planning process and, and although it's important, it brings people together and you talk about where you think the university needs to go, 
plan gets written up in a nice book. It gets put on the shelf and it's forgotten about mm. uh, for about five years. And so people say, <laughs> hey, it's time to do another one, you know, so you do another one. And, and I did not want to do that this time around. Uh, and although I think Beyond Boundaries was was a great plan for us, and I'm not I'm not saying that that was one of those plans that got put on the shelf. <laughs> um, and as I said, it teed us up very well for some really great things that we did. But this particular plan, I I really almost went overboard of saying we have got to do something different. We've really got to put together uh, a plan that takes advantage of who we are, what we are, which sets us apart from everybody else. Uh, and really gives us some excitement uh, and take it, uh, taking advantage of the unique things about Augusta University. And I think our folks have just done an amazing job with, with that, with that sort of, uh, that, those sort of boundaries in line. Um, could you share like what or which priorities have kind of carried over from beyond boundaries to our new plan? Well, you know, obviously when you talk about what Augusta University is, the, uh, the the foundational aspects of who we are, what we are, is just that it is a university. So clearly, uh, the important uh, role the university plays in the education and training of our students, and and the whole development of our students. It's not, you know, uh, university college life is uh, was never, in my mind, intended to be just a classroom experience. As important as that is, and I think you would agree with me, a lot of the <laughs> education that you get a lot of the intellectual and social uh, maturity that a student develops here is done outside of the classroom. Uh, whether it's, uh, uh, you know, or just sitting in the, in the, out on this beautiful campus we have here and making new friends or, or study abroad or getting involved in the club or getting involved in some event, going to basketball games, those things are hugely important. So that that sort of thing, uh, you know, is, is 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 paramount in terms of what we do. So we wanted to make sure that in this new plan we had in place that we take advantage uh, of that, but do it in such a way that takes advantage of unique things that we have to offer here. Uh, we're not going to be everything to every student, and we, mm. we can't be, mm. and we don't want to be. Uh, we are the state's only designated health sciences university. And I think we have the chance to really take advantage of that, coupled with the legacy institutions that we have of Somerville and all that that means. So the student development clearly carried over from one. And that will always be a theme of any strategic plan this university does. Now, this one is different, I think, because it does take advantage of, uh, of, of our unique mission in this state. Research is always going to be a huge part of who we are now, especially since consolidation. We are one of the four research uh, one universities in the state of Georgia, and we take that mission very, very seriously. So that's going to, uh, that carried over and will continue to carry over in any strategic plan that we do. But again, it's not it, not just research for the sake of, of, of doing research and scholarship, as important as that is. And we want to we want to certainly allow our faculty uh, the freedom that they need and deserve to pursue whatever line of scholarship that they that they want to. But overall, I think we need to take advantage again of what we can do differently. How can we bridge art and science? How can we bridge humanities and medicine? Uh, how can we bridge cybersecurity uh, and social sciences and what all that means? And so I think uh, this particular plan. Uh, takes advantage of that and, and build, builds upon it. 
And then lastly, uh, patient care uh, and all the aspects of patient care um, because we are uh, the only public academic medical center in the state. Uh, it's going to be, that's always going to carry forward. I think it's carried forward again in very unique ways here. So long answer to your question. <laughs> is this a huge, just an important question, a very, very, very good one. Yeah, I mean, and that makes sense because we are, uh, we have a lot of things going on here. So long answer, kind of covered, kind of covered everything. Um, I'm about to put you out of business right now. <laughs> <laughs> but I like how you said you're trying to, you know, connect like humanities with health science. I really like that a university is not just focused on like health science because I'm a comm major. I'm on the, um, in the Pamplin College. So I really like that Augusta University is really pushing for diversifying different courses here and having yeah. different opportunities for students. And I think that's really what sets Augusta University apart from other colleges, not just in the state of Georgia, but in the United States and worldwide as well, because you see a lot of students are, are looking for different pathways as far as careers. Mm -hmm. We are creating new careers um, faster than ever. So I really like that Augusta University is offering different um, avenues and different can career pathways. It's really awesome. It is. And, and that's, again, I, that's going to be a key to who we are, what we are. And I think it's also going to make us more competitive. I mean, you know, mm -hmm. we, we are one of 26 universities in the, in this state. And every single one of those universities has the basic core programs uh, and basic core degrees. Um, uh, and we got 26 really good universities in, in the <laughs> state. So we're competing with a lot of others for our mm -hmm. students. And um, and we're competing with other great universities in the southeastern United States, the U.S. and beyond. So to your point, when it, it's, it's a critical that we do that. You know, we're always going to offer those basic degrees for students. Mm -hmm. And I don't. I don't. I don't want uh, this to be only for students who have to find a way to bridge art and science. But because you may have students who only want to focus on art and don't care about science, you have mm -hmm. students who only want to focus on science and don't care about art. That's that's cool. But the opportunity for students to say, "Why is Augusta University art and science different?" Well, because we have creative ways of merging the two together. Okay. Uh, that I think makes us unique. It's going to bring students in. Now, and I, what's exciting to me is that our faculty are on their own are beginning to think of how how can we how can we merge these two together? This is not forced from the administration down. That never works. Our faculty are coming up with incredibly creative ways of bridging these these things. That turns into incredibly creative programs uh, for our students. Uh, you know, we just got a, a degree approved just recently in digital and visual storytelling. Mm. I mean, you kind of go, that's that's an odd name for a degree. But if you think <laughs> about it, you go, man, that's really cool. And, and it, it takes a, a lot of things in film and creative writing uh, and visual performing arts and puts it on, on your cell phone. Uh, and then it brings in marketing and how do businesses use social media and yourself and the, and the cell phone uh, and that platform to tell their story to bring more customers in. So it's, it opens up a whole avenue of students uh, in that particular area. Yeah, I was definitely uh, punching the air when I heard about that major yes. because I was like, where was where <laughs> was this when I, when I wanted to, <laughs> yeah. uh, to yeah, focus exactly. in on this stuff? And another thing um, that you brought up was just with the communication department bridging um, with health sciences that there's health communication courses, which... Mm. Um, Absolutely. Absolutely. At first, because I had, I had took one of the first ones that I had never thought of before, never thought of how the way we communicate in the healthcare system would be different mm. than how we communicate and focus on different uh in different areas like that so 
yeah, I think we're doing a great job of bridging that gap for students and be in service for all because some are like me who wanted to uh, go into health sciences and then realized uh, <laughs> after taking biology 1107 that, you know, hey, is studying science is not not for, me. Uh, not for everybody. So, um, and I was always interested in science, which is why I wanted to become a nurse, but found out that wasn't for me. But now you have ways to bridge that to what we're doing right here today. Yeah. You know, right. Just taking advantage of, of the skills that you've learned in communication and, and applying it to telling the story of, of, uh, of science. So, I mean, that's, that's nothing could be better than that. What would you say, and I know this is going to be a difficult question, but look forward to accomplishing the most with our new plan, creating a legacy together? No, that's, that's a great question. And, and there's so many things, um, uh, bringing in more students, advancing our research. And, and and bridging that into uh, greater uh, uh, quality care for patients. Uh, those are real broad answers, uh, of course, but I, I really am looking forward to uh, ever finding ways to make us unique. And, and I, I will probably beat that term up a lot, but <laughs> it's so critically important. Uh, and and I, that's what I'm really looking forward to. And then looking forward to seeing how our faculty come up with ways uh, to say, you know, there's a unique... Uh, degree opportunity, unique educational program opportunity that takes advantage of what, of what makes us unique. And we're already seeing just in the last uh, three to four weeks some things have, have cropped up, uh, bubbled up, if you will, that I think we're going to begin to really explore. I mean, one of those is animation. We, already, we have a great animation program already. It's small, but that's an incredibly gro important growth area for us that really bridges art uh, and science in real creative ways. National security is going to be a huge area for us here because of all the things going on at Fort Gordon. Mm. And when you talk to the to the leaders at Fort Gordon, where they see the fort going <laughs> in the next five years, uh, national security in general, and then that brings in not just cybersecurity, but social sciences, criminal justice, um, some of the great national security programs that we're already putting in place. We want to see how that might develop. Uh, and then we started one uh, very large cluster hire uh, in medicine uh, on inflammaging or how inflammatory response uh, impacts we uh, us as we age. Uh, and we're going to be hiring 15 or 20 faculty across six different colleges in that area to really beef up research in that particular area. So that, that's just three examples of uh, some of the unique things that are coming on up that I'm really looking forward to seeing how that will develop, not only to push research and that sort of thing, but also push degree programs and, and training opportunities for students. So I know in um, the new strategic um, plan, we are our goal is to have 16,000 students by 2030. So how does online courses or yeah. um, online students fit into this goal? That's a great question. I'm really glad you asked that. You know, <laughs> the, the, whole, the whole 16 by 30 is, is taking a life of its own, and I'm really, really happy to, to see that. It's, it's gotten a lot of excitement across the entire campus. And it focuses on two, obviously, really important areas. One is students, of course, but also bringing more students here. Um, and, and, and as we begin to develop that, uh, that's going to pay dividends for us uh, in, in a huge and, and, and important ways here. It was, a, it was a goal that was really set to help us focus on how bringing in more students, but not just on that, but what do we need to be putting in place what's called amenities, I hate that word because I think it downplays the important role, but we need to be planning for those things to have on campus when we have 16,000 students here, like parking, <laughs> like dining, uh, like dormitories and more living uh, uh, 
opportunities and those sorts of things. So it has really, I think, helped focus us on that. Uh, and, uh, and, you know, if, if, if we, it's not so much getting to 16,000 as it is getting on the road moving forward and getting momentum behind that. And if we can accomplish that, uh, then regardless of whether it's 2030 or 2035 or 2029, <laughs> uh, if, we can, uh, if we can keep making uh, momentum and progress towards that, then that's what I'm excited about. And for those who are curious, how does the university go about prioritizing and formulating a strategic plan? Like what goes into how we decide what we should prioritize? No, that's a great, yeah, another great question. And, and that's one of the other things about a lot of strategic planning exercises. It, it either gets a lot of folks involved in it, but they don't listen to what they say. Or it's a very small group of people who really don't represent the entire university. Mm. Uh, and people don't have buy-in across the board in it. And I think we've done a great job uh, of, of focusing on areas, but getting incredible input. This plan is being announced today, but it's the planning part of it. It goes back many, many months. Uh, and a huge number of individuals across all aspects of the university. Uh, we had listening sessions with the community. Uh, leaders in the community, and we said, what, what do you want Augusta University to do and how, how the city of Augusta fits into that? We had listening sessions with students uh, and, and asked them, what, what, what are we not doing now uh, and need to do? What are we doing well and need to continue? Same with alumni, same with faculty. Uh, we had uh, uh, sessions focused on uh, enrollment management. We had sessions focused on research uh, and did a heck of a lot of listening first and then began just putting solar a scaffolding together, a framework together uh, of uh, main areas, and then went back and asked even more people, now how to, here are the areas, so give us recommendations to uh, what, what you see we need to be doing. So it truly was a, 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 a full, broad approach uh, of getting input. And, you know, once you get all the great ideas from incredibly talented faculty and students and staff, um, the plants just sort of falls together on its own. So, yeah, yeah I like that you um, reach out to the community to, to ask them how they want or what they want Augusta University to look like because you have a lot of people in the community who are alumni of Augusta University yeah. who now own businesses here. And mm -hmm. I think it's excellent to ask them what they want Augusta University to look like because. You have students now who are, you know, about to graduate and are going to be working at the same businesses that, yeah. you know, alumni of Augusta University now own. I think that's really brilliant to see, you know, what community members want future students to look like to, or how you, they want them to be prepared. I think that's really brilliant. Absolutely. And it is absolutely critical in terms of, of us being successful and uh, it's a two-way street. Um, if Augusta is successful, Augusta University will be successful and vice versa. Mm -hmm. uh, one, one cannot really stand without the other. Uh, and the more support we can get from the community, uh, I think the, the better it is for us to be able to recruit students. Yeah. You know, we, we want to expand our reach to bring more students here clearly. And right now, just a little over 50% of our freshman class the last several years are from outside of the Augusta area. And that's really exciting. We, we want to broaden that further. But we will still always be Augusta's university, and we have to always keep that in mind. And, um, and I, you know, some of the, the growth that you're seeing downtown, 
uh, I think is a direct result of the Georgia Cyber Center. Some of the mm-hmm. things we bring in there is one, just one example. Um, we beginning to talk to private developers now uh, about apartments uh, and, 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 and that sort of thing around where the, all the campuses are now. Uh, which that's so that brings in developers, brings in uh, resources there, but also provides opportunities for our students to, to live, work, and play. Um, and then uh, as we get more students uh, here involved in the community, then I think uh, you're going to see more businesses come up. And that's great for the business. It's great for students. We want students not just to come to this university. We want them to come to the community. Uh, and if we can keep as many of them here as possible, that's great for Augusta. Most definitely. When you were a student, did you ever imagine the university would be on the pathway on what it is today? Oh, no, no way. <laughs> and I don't think anybody really could. I, I guess I just didn't have that much vision when I was, you know, 18, 19, 20 years old. But, uh, uh, and it, of course, everything was different. Then a lot of things were different. The, the university was, was really a community college and it was a very, very good one. Um, uh, and, uh, and I had the advantage, of course, there to go into both universities. So I saw what was here on this campus and I saw what was at the medical college. Um, I, I, you know, I would have never dreamed that those two universities would be joined together. In fact, I distinctly remember being uh, at Georgia Southern when the announcement came out, that this was going to be merged. And I said, what in the world are they thinking? <laughs> I mean, you can't, you can't take two more diverse, different universities from i mean every aspect you can think of and bring them together i said said, it's not going to work well it's worked beautifully beautifully Uh, yeah it really has and uh so no there's no way i could have envisioned (laughs) that and no way i could have envisioned uh, where it was going you were a double jack so you got to experience both campuses so i did absolutely yeah in fact i was you know born and raised here in augusta i went uh, from first grade all the way through graduate school here before i before i left and uh, you know, when I first came back to Georgia and got the position at Georgia Southern, I was thinking, while I have come home, you know, I figured this, you know, getting, you know, hour and a half bus close, I'm going to get to where I was born and raised. <laughs> uh, never thinking that uh, this position would come available, and certainly never thinking that, I, that I'd be able to have an opportunity to be here. So things have, have a way of, of working out, and, uh, you know, you always have to be prepared when doors open. Um, and sometimes they slam in your face, but... Uh, <laughs> You don't take a chance, and you're not gonna get where you need to be. Yeah. Oh, uh, so I'm curious. Um, when you were a student, what were you involved in on campus? I was a member of Pi Kappa Phi fraternity. Uh, uh, that was, uh, again, it was a commuter college. There were no uh, dormitories here. Um, it was uh, very much uh, sort of people lived lived at home or lived around and drove in and out. Uh, and 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 I, that was sort of my social sphere. Uh, was that there was at that time there was only one fraternity uh, when I first started here. There were two sororities, uh, uh, AD Pi and uh, Zeta Tau Alpha, um, and so that was sort of a our opportunity uh, to socialize. Um, and I had I was I was the president of that fraternity, what's called Archon, uh, and um, social chairman, and so we had a fraternity house off of Central Avenue, and that, that's sort of how how we how we socialized. I didn't know that, so that's nice to know that uh, you were pretty active while you were here. Um, and then last question before we let you go, what would you recommend for uh, new students and returning students who want to create a legacy here? 
Great question. Uh, God, there's so much I could I could recommend. I I I don't I never want to miss the opportunity to make a recommendation for for students who who need help of any kind to seek help. Uh, I, you know, it, it's, it could be minor things or or major things. We have uh, the facilities here on campus to help students. Uh, if if they're mental health issues, we we need students to say I I need help. Let's get help. If, if you're having struggling with a course, go to the faculty. I, I need some help with this. There are tutors available. There are, there, are, assist, there are learning opportunities here. We want to help you be successful uh, and take advantage of the things this university has to offer. Take advantage of those things outside of the classroom. Uh, you know, go to basketball games. Uh, uh, go to volleyball games, baseball, we, uh, all that sort of thing. We, we have such a rich cultural environment here. Uh, you know, find out when your, your fellow students are doing a recital and, and just pop your head and, and, and performing arts and just listen and see the incredible talent they have uh, and, and experience what the entire university has to offer. Thank you so much, Dr. Kiel, for being here. Um, and for everyone listening, I hope you take the time to look up the strategic plan in full detail. It's online now. The link is in the description of the podcast episode. So uh, have your way with that. Well, thank you very much for having me. Appreciate being the, your inaugural vlogger or <laughs> whatever the right term is. And uh, look forward to seeing where this goes. So go Jags. Hey, Jag Nation. The Jag mobile app is finally here. This is your one-stop shop for everything at Augusta University. Stay up to date with what's happening in the city and on our campus with our news feature and calendar. Having trouble finding the location? Our campus maps got you covered. All of this and more is provided to you, offering connection and convenience in one centralized location. With more features being added, this is an app you'll definitely need. Download JAG Mobile by AU in the App Store today. Thanks for listening to In the Wild. If you like what you heard, then give a nice rating and review to this podcast on whatever you use to listen to your podcast. To keep our conversations going, follow In the Wild on Instagram at In the Wild Pod and Augusta University on all social media platforms. Don't forget to follow me, your host, Rayshawn Ricks, at Rayshawn Ricks, to send me questions you want to see answered on the show. Tune in for new episodes every week because we don't want you to miss a single thing that's happening on campus. You can also find out more news at jaguar.augusta.edu. Until then, I'll see y'all next time. Stay wild.